What's going on, drinking buddies? Hope everyone's staying safe out there. If you're able to stay home, I hope the fuck you are. This week for me was the first person I know who actually died of this shit, so it became a lot more real for me. So if you're able to, please stay the fuck home. Don't hang out with people. But now that I've gotten that depressing shit out of the way, we got a fun episode ahead for you. But real quick, before that, just a quick word from the things that make me a little bit of money in these trying times. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the video versions of A Now We Drink. The video versions are available on Vimeo at www.anwd.net slash videos. They're 99 cents an episode, six ninety nine a month. We'll get you unlimited streaming of all 50 episodes that are currently available. I'm getting the back catalog done. Unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties with the remote part of this episode, there is no video of this episode. We fucked it up. Sorry. But there is video of next week's and all the following episodes I've recorded since in quarantine. You would do me a huge solid if you went and bought some video content. Because that money goes directly to me. I love my advertisers, but it takes time for that money to trickle back to me. And um, a lot of my revenue streams are a little um, tight at the moment. Also, we are brought to you this week by me playing video games on Twitch. That's right, I'm a goddamn Twitch streamer now. Go to www.twitch.tv slash Matt Effin Slayer. That is Matt, the letter F and the letter N as Nancy Slayer. Check out my Twitch channel. I'm streaming a couple times a week, bare minimum. Uh, they just started watch parties on Twitch, so I'm probably going to be doing some late night riffing over movies. Feel free to come tune in on that. Throw me a subscription if you have Amazon Prime. It's absolutely free to subscribe to me, so do me a solid. Spend the five minutes to get me a couple bucks. Would appreciate the fuck out of you. And if you play on Xbox One, hit me up. I'm always down to play. Besides that, we are also brought to you this week by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record of the month club. In fact, every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please, and has features you can't get anywhere else. Things like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, and comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing recipe. I've been talking about Vinyl Me Please for a long time. They're a long-time sponsor. And I understand if money's tight right now. But you need distractions. If you can afford it, it's $20 a month for awesome custom vinyl artwork and use some music to get your mind off things. So go to www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www joinvmp.com slash anwd one last thing before we get into the episode this week guys i've been kicking around starting a patreon for a while i got a lot of extra time so no time like the present i'd like some feedback from you guys what do you guys want to see as tears what do you drinking buddies want to see on patreon what would cause you to support the show with your hard-earned money hit me up on twitter hit me up on instagram let me know what you want to see because I don't want to go through and make a bunch of bonus content that you aren't interested in. Holler at me. Anywho, on with the show. This week, my guest is my friend, Eddie Torres, a.k.a. the Rock and Roll Beer Guy. He's the host of the Rock and Roll Beer Guy podcast. We have a lot of fun. We talk about post-apocalypse, drinking old jobs, uh, 
yeah, podcasting. We do nerd out on some audio shit for a minute. It was a lot of fun catching up with Eddie. I haven't seen him in a minute. I wish you guys could see him. I wish we hadn't fucked up the recording, but hey, what can you do? So in the meantime, stay safe, everyone. And if you're able to, kick back, relax, have a cold one or 12, and enjoy the show. going on man how you doing brother you know bathrobe life bathrobe all day every day pretty much until it starts to smell so bad that it, i can't wear it anymore Oof. i uh I, it's too hot in here for a bathrobe i don't have central air oh that's so fucking miserable thankfully we're positioned in a way where there's always a breeze if i open the living room window so uh i've been living that but it's it's loud so i closed it for the podcast well i appreciate that you, a lot of cars passing by, and I live in Long Beach, so lots of cops and uh, crackheads walking by with a so. Cheers, by the way. Lots of oh, cheers, cheers, cheers. to everyone. Cheers. Uh, this is a uh, vodka. This is vodka, vodka, vodka. It was like eight bucks for a freaking liter, and uh, orange juice. That's about it. I'm drinking I'm not- six dollar sake. Well, giant. Yeah. <laughs> Chai bottle, six dollar sake. Horrible, horrible hangover coming tomorrow. I want to hear you say the name of the brand. Oh, it is <laughs> Yangake Sake. Yangake. Yangake. <laughs> uh, so, have you been? Uh, would you say your drinking has gone up significantly uh, during down. the quarantine? Significantly down? down. How about yours? Same. I'm kind of trying to be healthy. I'm trying to not compromise my immune system. Uh, see, I'm just like, I don't like drinking alone, so I don't want to just sit here and be like, I'm going to get trashed by myself. It makes you feel like a, like an alcoholic, like there's a problem. Right. Instead of <laughs> instead of a fun guy, instead of me just being a fun dude. Are we twitching? Is this live? Are we live? Oh, we are live. All right. Uh, here, I'm going to record this cool. for, uh, for on Skype, too. Just, I'm going to hit that start recording. Awesome. Hey, hey look at that. Oh, wait, I got an ad. Anyway. <laughs> of course. I'm a, yeah, I got to make a little money, right? Right, right, right. Have you done a lot of podcasting while this quarantine is happening? Or no, you're my, a break? you're my second remote show. Okay. Uh, I did one for a client earlier today, but of and now we drink. You're the second one. It's hard to stay motivated to do it during the quarantine. It's like, oh, hey, the vibe of the show is you've done it. We get fucking housed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, it's, it's gotta be rough to not have the social aspect of it. Just, you know, you're in a room, you get drunk and talk shit and you know, your show specifically ends up having some wild situations. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm actually more productive now. I've been recording so many cause usually I, you know, unless I'm going out to a show or meeting the person, I'm uh, I'm doing it on Skype anyway. I just recently started recording the video, which 
I've been doing this for three years and I realize I'm an idiot. Like I should have been doing this a long time ago. <laughs> See, for me, like I have the video versions, but I don't know if how it's going to work out recording the, you know, Skyped video. It's fine, man. I've been like, I did one with Josh Barnett recently and uh, it kind of like focuses on your head. So it, it's not bad. Uh, I did that. I did one with Tony Hinchcliffe. And that was pretty good. Yeah, just uh, I should have been doing it for a while. And I should be, after this, I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm going to start bringing a camera for any face-to-face ones, too. Because I realized that during the quarantine, people want to sit down and watch something. You know, I was putting out uh, just audio because I figured people are driving. Maybe they're at work. And they're not really able to watch. So I didn't really care. But, but, you know, maybe I should care. Because... People want to see stuff. Oh, they definitely do. I think. They definitely do. I've been doing, I mean, I've been doing video versions of the show for over a year now on this yeah. end, but I also do a three camera fucking shoot like I'm goddamn Rogan and it's a fucking goddamn <laughs> nightmare to edit sometimes. Yeah. And you're doing it by yourself. You don't have a young Jamie. No, no, I don't have a young Jamie to fucking live switch or research. So a lot of shit that got cut used to get cut in audio doesn't get cut in video because it's like, well. I can't cover that up because there's a fucking camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I used to, in the, in the very beginning of the podcast, I used to sit down for hours and edit out every little, um, uh, you know, like <clears throat> kind of any lull, any coughs, uh, random sounds. I would literally sit there and just carve it out with, with pro tools. But lately I just don't care. You guys, it makes it more realistic, I guess. And also, it's less work for me. <laughs> I'm too tired. Too tired. Because of the video aspect, I don't surgically cut it like I used to. I still mm. do a fair amount of like actual processing on it. For the audience, it's like, what kind of fucking audio nerd shit you getting into here? I made the purchase at the end of the year to buy the whole like isotope suite. I have RX-7 Advanced. I have Ozone 9, I have Nectar 3. So nice. I'm running my audio through like a DSer, breath control, displosive, mouth declick, fucking Nectar 3 to fucking add to it. I mean, I do a fair amount of pressing, and because my room sucks, I'm deverbing every episode. Well, good for you. Um, that is way more work than I'm putting in. I uh, honestly. Like- <laughs> I've gotten to the point where I used to carve out, like, if if a police siren went by, I would carve that out. Don't even care anymore. Uh, it doesn't seem, I mean, I, I haven't gotten any negative feedback of, like, somebody like, hey, uh, it's too noisy. And like, I'll, I'll, obviously, I listen back. I'm like, all right, I can clear. I level out vocals. So, you know, make sure we're at a level. Uh, sometimes I'll throw a compressor on there if it needs to be a little louder or whatever it may be. But that's it. I honestly, I, you know, I'm more worried now about just consistently bringing on quality guests. I've been lucky to, you know, meet comedians, uh, you know, going to kill Tony every Monday. I've, I, I, I've become friends with them. So I was able to get Tony on. He even told me, he's like, I, I've been asked by a bunch of people uh, and I turn everyone down. He's like, I, but I, I felt like I owed you one. I'm like, well, thank you. I don't. I never felt that way. I didn't feel that he owed me anything. Uh, I do a lot. I I do hang out. I bring people to the show, and 
you know, I helped out with the Storcade stuff, the the pro wrestling event, but but I'm not like I don't think you know I didn't look at it that way. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just grateful he did it. That's awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. Tony. Yeah, very rarely does other people's podcasts unless your name is Joe Rogan. Right. Well, I'm the Cuban Joe Rogan. How about that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I recently I did that. I said I said that the other day because uh, jokingly because uh, uh, I had Liam Wilson on from uh, Dillinger Escape Plan and uh, Azusa. And he and I went on for like an hour and a half on one of those uh, Duncan Trussell slash Joe Rogan episodes where it was just other dimensions and Ram Das and you know, it was just like yeah this this episode is basic he's the he's the Duncan Trussell to my Joe because <laughs> <laughs> it's the same it was kind of it felt surreal that we were just sitting there and I'm because I, I I look into that stuff too man I, I do a lot of uh, inward thinking. So, and I've read about Ram Dass. I've, you know, had a fascination for a while. Went out to Peru to to do the Inca Trail and go to Machu Picchu and all that shit and see the the crazy ruins for you know spiritual awakening and all that shit. I've done that. I've done ayahuasca and you know how was it's ayahuasca? Interesting. How was it? It was just interesting. Um, it's I don't like throwing up, and you throw up a lot. Uh. I don't like throwing up. I, it's one of my least favorite uh, physical activities, I would say. I don't think I just hate really it. Into I, it. I don't know. I mean, you've seen two girls, one cup. Yeah, there was money involved in that. <laughs> but there's people that are probably into it. They feel like there. I can see how someone could be into it just because it's a it's a physical feeling, and you know that you know there's people that are into any kind of. BDSM stuff, they're into like nipple stuff and whatever. To me, it's super painful, but maybe they're into it. So to me, throw I, I could see someone being into throwing up. I'm not into it at all. I hate it. I hate it. I think it's the worst. I rather I rather pee with a with a urinary tract infection than throw up. See, that's that's where I'm at. I'm not quite that bad. Like, come on, there's definitely been nights of just being trashed where like nothing feels better than getting it out of your fucking system. No, I'd rather hold it and lay in bed and spin and, and hate my life and have a terrible hangover the next day than throw up. I, I hate the feeling. It makes me angry. It makes me so angry. It's also, I think, ha- it has to do with my throat and uh, having been in a band singing for, for so long and also now doing the podcast. Like I depend a lot on having an actual voice, and when I've throw up i get like it gets very irritated to where i'm bleeding and shit so i i i just hate it i don't know how did we get on vomit ayahuasca <laughs> we went we went to yeah, the ayahuasca okay. trail. okay okay so, so yes were, there's a lot of if you were given the opportunity yeah. to do dmt in a different situation would you do dmt again though uh probably i i managed and i know someone's gonna call bullshit on this but I don't care. I'm not saying it to impress anyone. I I learned how to release my natural DMT through uh, breathing techniques and meditation. I did it for many years. I had to stop because I started losing track of what was like what I was doing in reality. Like it became to where I was I was visiting other dimensions so frequently and so vividly that 
I started losing track of which one was the one I was at, you know? So I, I decided to stop doing it and stop doing psychedelics just cause, uh, I had stuff I wanted to do, you know, I wanted to do the, I had goals and I know that they may seem, uh, inconsequential when you think about the grand scheme of things, when you think about living that meditation, other dimensional life, you're like, Oh, but that's just a grain of sand in the beach. Sure. But I think that each grain of sand needs to be there as a, you know, as a complete thing. I think that my existence here uh, needs to be as fully done as possible so that I can leave it behind when the time comes and not be some fucking weirded out energy floating around haunting people. You know what I mean? (laughs) I did my thing. You don't want to haunt people? Come on. Come on. That sounds boring. That's boring. (laughs) Only if you haunt the wrong person. Yeah, we were talking about this, my my wife and I, yesterday about uh, ghosts and and do you believe in ghosts? Because we're watching Outsider on HBO with, uh, I think, well, I was going to say with Jason, I was going to say he's in it, but he's in like one episode. But he's also Um, the director, so. Right, right, yeah, it is his show, yeah. Um, But really great, really really good Stephen King uh, story, you know, it's, it's getting, I was waiting for it to get in, like we're into episode six or seven. And now it's when it's starting to get really like uh, Stephen King, supernatural, you know, talking about El Cuco and shit from Cuba. Uh, I thought that was cool. But we started talking about ghosts and what we think ghosts are. And do we believe in it? Do we, you know, I, I, uh, I told her, yeah, I do. But it's not in the conventional sense. You know, I'm not looking at little floating sheets uh, going, boo. you know, like, I'm, I don't think it's, you don't, I've seen, uh, whatever you want to call it, a human shape that wasn't there before. But I don't think of it as like a, like a supernatural, like, Ooh, it's a ghost. It's like, it's uh, probably lost energy, like lost consciousness. That's just kind of trying to figure out what happened because there's people that live their whole lives. They don't even look into any of that. You live your whole life and then you start dying. They're like, Oh, I don't want to die. I'm freaking out. It's like, well, why didn't you look into what happened? Like, this is the only thing that's actually going to happen in your life. You're going to die. So why not look into it? Why, you know, at least a little, spend a couple years researching it so that when the time comes, you're prepared for when it happens. And also it helps you. I would say it helps you deal with when, like, you lose family members, but it doesn't because I've, I was like, ah, I'm prepared. And then when it, you lose someone, it still sucks. You know, 100%. I mean, yeah. You're a fucking sociopath, no matter how prepared you are for it, to be like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah, he's, he did. All right, we're good. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's been, you know, it was a, a very driving, it was a driving force in my life for a long time to, to figure that out. Because I had, you know, I think I told you last time I was on, I had that car accident where uh, I was presumed dead and I saw some shit. And I, I took me a while to remember all of it. But once I did, it was kind of like, this is what I want to focus on. Now I'm not like that anymore. Now I'm more, I'm focused on doing shit here, making shit happen here. I want to make, I want to make, and it doesn't have, it's not about me. Like, I don't want to become some kind of celebrity or something like a figure. I just want to make cool shit happen for everyone. Like that's all I've been doing with like even Tony Hinchcliffe. Like I, I, I remember going to the comedy store and he's, I, you know, uh, I did the, the show we did, uh, at Grilla Mall. Yeah. 
So we, I did the live Grill Em All thing, and then we, Johnny came out from um, the comedy. He's a comedian. He has the Store Horseman podcast, and we, he was, uh, I had him on our RBG. So we talked about it for a while, and, and I told him, hey, come out, hang out at the show, and, and you know, if you want to hop on the mic, that'd be cool. And then afterwards, he's like, let's go to the store, and he introduced me to Tony. And then uh, hanging out with Tony at the show and everything, I overheard him like, oh, I really like 311. And I'm like, well, I've had Peanut on the show. That's uh, let me call Peanut. I texted Peanut. I'm like, hey man, you want to go to the comedy store? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so t- take him to the store and just show up. I'm like, hey Tony, look, it's the dude from the band you like, and, and they know each other, obviously. But uh, but that was a cool connection for them, and they started talking about doing stuff together and working. Like that's what I enjoy. Like now I see my work play out like me hanging out with him and talking to this guy and doing this podcast a year ago and it's all coming together so that these two guys can do something cool and i could be a part of it just hanging out and enjoying it as a fan as a you know a fan of entertainment hell you've done it for me i mean you pawned rain and bozio off on me (laughs) i love the way you worded that pawned him off on you no i look i thought you guys met uh you guys were a good uh, like a friendship that needed to happen. Oh, 100%. Like, I love writing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys are very similar in personality, and I think uh, it would be perfect. So I'm glad that worked out. Yeah, I, mean, I know he's come out to a few of your, of your uh, live shows, so that's awesome. Oh, yeah, he has. He's essentially run the podcast for me between him and another friend while I was off doing MC detail. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, dude, I just, I really love doing that. I don't know what it's called. I don't think it's a profession. Like, it's not a, I can't, like, oh, yeah, I'm an A&R rep. Like, I'm not an A&R person. I'm not a manager. I'm not a, you know what I mean? Dude, I don't know what to call it. Guys. I'm a connector of dots, dude. Oh, yeah. Connector of dots. <laughs> yeah, I had a look at, so uh, at the Kill Tony show, now they're a guitar player, uh, Chroma Chris. I brought um, the A&R rep from Orange Amps who was in town for NAMM. I was like, hey, man, you want to go to the comedy store with me? He's like, yeah. Took him there and saw the show and got them a sponsorship like for the for Orange Amps. So now they have an Orange Amp on stage during that. You know, and, it, and it works out for everyone. I'm like, hey, Alex, this is the number one live podcast in the world. You don't want your your brand represented? You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck does, yeah. Doesn't yeah. Joel have a drum sponsorship the same way? Yeah, he's Ludwig Ludwig Drums. Uh, he did that himself, though. I'm not. A, I'm not. I wasn't involved in that. But yeah, he he. You know, he met some people at NAM too. It's all about going to the right places and hanging out and and just letting your presence known too. Like, I have friends that hit me up every day. Like, how are you doing this? The podcast. I'm like, oh. literally, just send out a message. Hey, want to do this? And they're like, Yep. I mean, that's how that's we it. met. That's how we fucking yeah. met. Send me a message like, <laughs> Hey, I want to do a show. I'm like. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's e- that's it's the easiest thing. And and but I say that because I've I've you know I guess I have the the confidence or whatever you want to call it to 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 go up to someone because people don't have that. Like no, people don't have that. Uh, people don't have the product that where if someone sees it, they go, "Well, I want to be a part of that." You have a professional product as well. Yeah. Well, you, 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 there's people that are content with just having a day job. Yeah, <laughs> they're content with their nine to five, uh, selling health insurance, whatever. You know, more power to you, dude. You got a family, you got to pay bills. Fine, you made your choices. I, 
I want to do crazy things that are exciting because I, because of all the shit I talked about earlier, just having been in that accident and all that, like I have this hunger for like, if I'm going to be here, let's do some cool fucking shit. Uh, I agree. I agree. I mean, I've been, I don't know if I've told you, but I've been self-employed, you know, pretty much being a full-time podcaster for all of 2019 and into 2020. I need to take some tips from you, sir, because I don't know how to survive without a day job. <laughs> a lot of it is producing for other people's podcasts. Ah, okay, okay. Like, and now we drink does not pay the bills. Producing gotcha. for other people that have money does. Yeah, I think that's the end goal for me is to figure out how to make RRBG monetarily profitable. Right now, it's making enough money on its own to pay for server fees. I have to pay like 30 bucks a month because uh, the amount that I'm putting out, I need to host it. So that's like 30 bucks a month. And, you know, any kind of merchandise and website fees, all that, all that stuff is paid for through the podcast, through Patreon people and through sponsors. Yeah, I, um, I got to get on the, the Patreon front. I still have to start up a Patreon. It's, you know, it's, it takes its time to grow. That's a harder, you can't grow your audience as much as you would in like Instagram or whatever. Um, I don't have tits, man. I'm not growing my audience via Instagram. Well, but you have tits on your show all the time. You have porn stars. Fair enough. Fair enough. There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I like to uh, pretend people are coming here for me. Damn it. I would. Yeah. 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 Totally. It's all about you. It's <laughs> definitely not about the chicks in bikinis. <laughs> hey, they're generally fully clothed. Yeah. 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 No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm giving you shit. Uh, I, I, dude, I have to figure out how to make youtube money i see these kids playing doom eternal making bank and I'm, I'm playing doom eternal and not making any money someone teach me how to do those things well first and foremost <laughs> you and i will never make youtube money because they demonetize you for profanity oh, it's true it's about yeah I, i've been posting videos and it asks you if it's for kids i saw that i was like what like fuck why, no, is that a, why is that a question why is that a question what happened? Who who diddled some kids on YouTube to make that rule go into play? No, um, some there was a whole. I heard about this. There was a whole thing of like people making weird mashup videos that were targeted at kids, and kids would just watch it on fucking loops and generate ad revenue. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They would make weird animations with music that would involve like Spider Man and a bunch of copyrighted characters, and like so, if a kid searched Spider Man, this video would pop up, and then it would just. Mm generate ad revenue and generate ad revenue and that's so nuts man yeah that's someone, so nuts someone completely gaming the system and well I, you know i mean i i don't want to say i missed the boat on that but at least as of now i don't know how to break into that world of just making rid- ridiculous money on youtube don't know how it's going to happen using myself as a personality isn't going to happen um Dude, we're aging, metal, we're aging metalheads. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, started, definitely... I just started the Twitch stream thing like in the last week or so. <laughs> yeah. Like I had an idea to bring, to kind of do a version of the podcast on Twitch where I'll have someone come over, we'll talk, and then maybe we'll play a game together. Some old video game, like punch out or not punch out, something two player, but you know, just play an old game together. And, um, but it's uh, I, I don't. It's so much work. <laughs> I have a green screen now back here on the ground. 
we have a one of those lights set up, a uh, couple cameras. So try and get it up and running soon. I want to do it. I think it's. Uh, I've I've streamed myself playing a game just without a camera, just the game on the screen, and you know get a few people check it out. But it's not. I oh. think you need to have. You need to be on the screen. There needs to be some. They want to tune in for these characters. Oh yeah, like the re. Yeah, like there's there's personalities like you, Doctor Disrespect, the dude with the he's got a look. You know what I mean? The other day, I'm I'm like I, I had seen his name around, but I never watch his videos because I I don't watch streamers all that much. And I'm sort of, I'm on YouTube and I see him and the Undertaker. I'm like, what? How is this dude in a like hanging out and doing things with the Undertaker? And then I realize I'm just out of it. I'm out of the loop. I don't. That dude's putting in work and becoming famous off of that platform and doing it right. So oh, yeah. It's definitely possible. I mean, I jumped on Twitch earlier today and I was like, some dude had 39,000 live people watching his stream. Good Lord. Is it really all that? Like, do you think, is Twitch uh, as, as corrupt as like Facebook and Instagram with, with fake accounts? Like, do you think those numbers are fake? I don't know. But I know a lot of people told me when it comes to Twitch that they will ban, like, if you had multiple IPs coming, like, multiple devices coming off your IP, that they will fucking ban you. Okay. So maybe they're keeping an eye on it. Maybe they have a good team on it. But it's just, it, you know, it makes me think, like, that's got to be, that well, can't be real. A lot of it is also, like, <laughs> Patreon-esque money. Because people subscribing to you generates money. People giving donations and shit like that. So it's also Patreon-esque. Yeah. Yeah. People make good money. Oh, I mean. Those subs cost money. And, um. They offer people, if you have an Amazon Prime, you get like a, a free sub every month or so. Yep, I know. So someone, someone gets paid. Oh, I know. Someone's that is how paid. I'm getting paid right now. <laughs> nice. Well, shit. That, uh, the, That's, the man, like, so are you an affiliate yet, or are you? No. So. What do you need? Uh, <laughs> a sleazy backdoor that just currently nice. opened up. Because okay. of. COVID virus affecting live performances. Twitch and SoundCloud paired up, and if you had a SoundCloud Pro account, they bumped you to affiliate status. Really? Yep. I happen to have a SoundCloud. I, I had a SoundCloud Pro just because my website has a SoundCloud player in it. I had the Pro account just so the if you go to my website, you could play in Now We Drink from the website through the SoundCloud player. That's literally the only reason I had a SoundCloud Pro. Okay. When I found out about this, I went, well, I'm going to be at home for weeks. Let me apply. They bumped me to, aff- yeah. they bumped me to affiliate in an hour because I already had a Twitch account. Wow. Well, I'm going to have to look into that. I used to have the podcast on SoundCloud, and then uh, I moved over to Libsyn because everybody was like, oh, you got to go to Libsyn. That's no, the you- one. I'm like, no, I mean, that's where right. my primary hosting is on Libsyn. I literally only okay. have the SoundCloud for my website. Like, my Libsyn pushes to my SoundCloud. Mm. Yeah, it does that. Yeah, I guess the only difference is I'm not paying for the Pro. I have the account. It's there. It's just... I mean, It I, doesn't store the episodes. I wonder if you uh, bumped up to Pro real quick and then applied to Twitch. Like, how long, you Maybe. Have to, how long you have to have a Pro account before they're like, oh, yeah, you can become an affiliate. Well, considering that I used to have it, Maybe they take that into account, like the creation date of the account is old. So maybe, I don't know. Pay for one month of pro, get bumped to being an affiliate, and then be like, eh, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. If if it starts making me money, like if I Twitch stream and money's coming in, I'll keep paying for for the SoundCloud. Like I don't, you know, I'll make that part of the expense, part of the business expense. You know what I mean? Well, the way I look at it is like my Twitch stream is not like doing any massive numbers right now. I've only been streaming for a week. I don't have a fucking camera set up. I'm streaming through the Xbox app, which is oh, kind, gotcha, yeah, kind of shit resolution. But you know, I got like one of your friends and family that all have Prime to fucking sign up and do the prime sub for me okay well there you go i mean that's and those subs are they're free to them well not free you're paying for your prime membership but they already have the prime Um, membership but yeah yeah they have it for some other reasons man prime is really good i've been paying for that and um i've been paying for the google uh the google uh whatever service google play it's called so it gives you more storage on the drive it it gives you their music program, which has all the music, like Spotify does. Like any song you want to find, it's it's there. And not only that, you can upload. So I have a bunch of my old band demos that are now in the Google Play thing, so I can just stream it, you know what I mean, ad-free whenever I want. And all of that also comes with YouTube. And you get the YouTube with no ads, and you get the the YouTube Red thing where you get the you know the Karate Kid show Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is fucking All rad. Of, yeah, man, I I like that Google service, and a lot of people don't. They're like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, you get all the shit from Spotify that you're paying, you know, whatever it is a month. Plus, you get all that other shit. I don't know. It makes more sense to me. Oh no, it makes sense. I do it mostly for the the YouTube ads apps ads the YouTube ads. Look at where I'm at. <laughs> I gotta catch up, man. I'm only on my second glass of sake, and this just wine. This is my third podcast today, so I went. I'm like, I need a. This one needs a drink because uh, you know it's a now we drink, right? Right. So we drink. I'm checking this. I hope. I'm checking- hope if you're watching this, you're Dude, drinking too. I agree. <laughs> Uh, so are you set in, in, in terms of, of the quarantine situation? Like, Oh, I'm hyper. You're going to make it? I'm hyper fucked. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. That's healthy. I mean, uh, <laughs> hyper fucked. Well, <sighs> let's see. Most of my income came from me doing production work for other people. All the productions fucking shut down. Thankfully, one of my clients is down to just do rem- completely remote podcasts. And we did one of those today. But that's the first one in three weeks. Shit. Um, I am really looking forward to the freelancers that qualify for unemployment. So I already filed for that shit. I don't qualify because I have a day job, unfortunately. Uh, are you still working? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm. I said unfortunately, but I'm. It was sarcastic. I'm. I'm very glad to have a job right now. Musician buddies, a lot of comedian buddies. All fucked. The reality of the situation is, like, when the unemployment kicks in, I should be doing fine. I'm just waiting for it to fucking kick in. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting just how... I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm in a dream most of the time these days. Because I'm just kind of looking outside. I'm like, there's still a whole bunch of people driving around and living life. And... I don't know. Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, it, it all kind of transitioned quickly. Like, my my job's like, all right, yeah, take the computer, work from home. Like, I could have been doing this from the beginning. 
<laughs> right? I can I could have been working from home this entire time. No. It's a it's a little more difficult uh to to do the job at home, but uh it's just weird. I don't know what's going on. They, some people are saying it's going to be more than a few months. Oh yeah, so it, will saying, be. it will be. Those stimulus checks are are, are the stimulus checks aren't going to hit till like 10 weeks from now or some shit. I and, have direct deposit so I'm going to be okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's just nuts, dude. Oh, yeah, it's completely fucking nuts. We're not, okay, because America has not fucking handled this right, and we're doing patchwork bullshit all over the states, you know, even if California does everything fucking right, we have porous fucking borders. Yep. If California is all of a sudden not on lockdown, motherfuckers from Texas and Arizona are going to drive their asses in. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, did you hear, like, a couple days ago I saw an article on CNN Fucking 70 college kids chartered a flight down to Mexico for spring break. 40 spring break. Spring break. 44 of them came back with fucking Corona. 44. Of course. Of course. Dude, I saw videos of in people getting interviewed in Miami uh, where they're like, nah, bro. You know, if I get Corona, I get it, bro. Because, you know, it ain't going to stop me from getting lit. It's like, what? <laughs> if i get it i get it bro who cares i gotta get lit this weekend <laughs> i don't understand i don't understand somehow like people think that's okay i guess when you look at how we're handling politics these days well it's, it's makes, also it makes know, sense it's young people like i can't say that if i was in my early 20s i wouldn't be that fucking flippant about it I can't say I wouldn't. I was an asshole at twenty one. Well, I was on a lot of, I was on on a lot of acid at twenty. So maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would. I would have been like, body doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> it's all about mind and spirit. Well, in all honesty, up until like March sixteenth, I was still pretty flippant about it. I was still out. I was at restaurants, like until the day they locked down restaurants. I was at a. I went to the the El Rey Theater like a couple days before the quarantine. Oh, I bought my. So I went to go see. I uh, went oh. to go see uh, Cult of Luna out there. Nice, nice. Yeah. I bought my tickets to see Kreischer at the store on St. Patrick's Day, which got canceled. But. Oh yeah! Shit! Did you get your money back? Yeah, I got my money back. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> but I bought those yeah, fucking tickets so after they already announced like, "Oh, you guys should not be gathering." I'm like. As long as they don't cancel, I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a, I had set up um, another watch party with Barnett at uh, Grilla Mall. We were going to do one for Bloodsport 3. And up until the, the quarantine, we were like, well, if it's not canceled, I'm not canceling. And then eventually, like, Barnett's like, yeah, we got canceled. I'm like, well, fuck. And I guess we're not doing it. I, I, I would have still gone to do it, but... I'm also trying to be careful. Like, I don't want to be dumb. I've already been dumb my whole life, 38 years of being dumb. So I uh, I think it's time to not be too dumb. No, I'm right I'm there with wash- you. I'm not washing my hands every two seconds, but, you know, stay clean and away from people. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. But I literally, Monday the 16th, after L.A. had locked down all the fucking restaurants, I went to Roscoe's in Inglewood because Inglewood wasn't up down with that. They don't give a fuck. There's still a lot of places open in Long Beach. A lot. 
like nail salons and uh, like fucking pizza shops. I'm like, what do you? Well, pizza shops as long as it's to go, right? It's all good. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fine. Uh, but like nail salons, you really need to get your nails did right now. Yes, yes, for I what? do. I really do. For your big, for your big date later. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, my my big date. My big date. I need to have fancy fucking nails for this big fucking date I'm gonna have. Good lord! Holy shit! Speaking yeah. of which, you are lucky that you're quarantined with your wife. Oh yeah, because the yeah, minute this is over, suck. I'm gonna fuck anything that moves. Anything that will let me, I'm going to just, just like. Oh, you're down? I'm down. Let's do this. I'm curious to some data. Uh, we were talking about the data of how many people, like how many babies are going to be born from the quarantine. People that are, people are fucking indoors because they're living together and there's nothing else to do but to do that. Um, I want to see that number. and I also, But I also now want to see the number of people that fuck after the quarantine. People that are like bursting out of their houses to fuck, smash. <laughs> oh yeah no i mean like the minute they're like it's you can go out public my dick's gonna be out of my pants as i run out of my apartment this is gonna be like a scene from braveheart everybody's naked and just kind of like ah! <laughs> yeah oh fuck i haven't had a legitimate child yet this is 2021 this is the year my happening. 2021 is the year my illegitimate child this is when it's happening. This is it. I mean, the, uh, the massive nut that is lying in my fucking groin right now. It's uh, it's going to be cottage cheese by the time we get out of our houses, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm clearing the pipes because I have to. I'm not trying to get prostate cancer while I'm locked in. But, yo, know, the swimmers are going to so be I, like, it's a canal. It's on. It's on. It's a, uh, everybody just jumps in. Uh, removes all of the fire hydrant caps in the streets. Everybody just, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I want to see those numbers. It's going to be like that scene out of the fucking first scary movie. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Bush and all Bush and all. Do you think Pornhub numbers are up? Oh, 100%. 100%. They gave away free Pornhub premium to everybody. What? Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. Well, mm. my favorite was they initially gave free Pornhub premium to everyone in Italy. And one of my favorite memes memes I saw during that time was a picture of Brad Pitt from Inglorious Bastards. Like me VPNing into Pornhub in Italy. Buongiorno. Oh god. <laughs> so but okay, I don't frequent Pornhub. So what is, what's the difference? Like, what's a premium? I thought you just go to Pornhub and there's porn. Premium is normally the paid service where there's, like, full-length scenes, like 30-minute, 45-minute scenes. Mm, so, like, the whole movie as opposed to, like, a clip of something. Right. Okay, okay. I don't know. I kind of like the clips. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I'm getting, I'm getting too old for the, the, uh, the full-length. Like, even Joe Rogan, I, I've had to cut back on, on listening to full four-hour episodes of Joe Rogan and just kind of picking some of the clips on the... But it's becoming a thing. Everybody has one. Like, I know the... Like, Bad Friends, which is Bobby Lee and, and Santino, they have their... They just opened their clips YouTube page where it's just little segments of all of it. I do the same thing. I do. I put yeah. clips up, too. Shit. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a thing, I think. I, I like clips. I don't have time to sit... But then again, that's because I'm doing a million things. 
I'm between the podcast and actual work and having a wife and 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 trying to play video games because it is part of my job. Uh, you know, I'm I I enjoy playing video games. It's a good hobby, but it's also part of my job to play them. So uh, it's a lot, and I'm I'm getting old, and I've done a lot of drugs and alcohol, so. The processor is running slow. I need a defrag. <laughs> That's why I stopped drinking as much. Like right now, I'm drunk because of this. Look at, look at. <laughs> Cheers again, brother. Cheers again. Cheers, dude. Cheers to you. Uh... Yep, we lost Eddie. We're gonna call him back. All right. Are you there, Eddie? Uh, I'm here. I don't see you, though. I see you now. You are fucking grainy yes. as fuck. Yeah. Yes. So are you. There we go. Kind of clearing up. Kind of clearing up? No, back to old. Uh. See, this is why... Is it I you don't... or me? Am I downloading stuff? I'm not downloading anything. I have all my browsers closed and everything, so it'd be on you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything open. See, this is That's why I hate remote it. shows. This is why I fucking hate remote shows. Eh. Yeah, it's it's we're not so people are talking about VR and all this shit, and I'm like, you guys, we don't have the bandwidth. I'm sorry. If we can't figure out Skype calls yet, we're definitely not ready for streaming video games and shit. No. Even like Netflix, which you know works pretty flawlessly most of the time. There's still times where Netflix takes a shit, you know? Yeah. We don't have the bandwidth. I mean, I have a fucking 400 meg down fucking connection. I have an insane fucking data connection. And we're yet. still... Yeah, we still drop the fucking call. Like, uh, Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember actual uh, cable phones so with the rotary. Oh, yeah, me too. So, like, I'm happy where we're at. <laughs> me too. I, for fuck's sake. It's a, to show my age, I ran a dial-up BBS in high school. Rockin'. Yeah, like... What was the first... Because I remember it got up to 54 no, KBPS. Yeah, it was 56. Uh, 56, 56, right. Yeah. But before that, there was a different standard. Was it 24? Uh, so it, 30... was, it was 28.8. It, so it went from... 28.8. Yeah, I remember 12, that. 300, 1,200, 2,400, uh, 4,800, 9,600, and then 14.4, 28.8, and then 56.6 is all the dial-up modems. I feel like there's one between 28.8 and 56, like something in the 30s or 40s, but I can't no, cause, remember. Because they doubled it. They doubled 28.8 to 56.6. 56. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know. I, I used to be a tech head uh, back in the day, in like the early, ni- eh, early mid, mid to late 90s. I, uh, I would build computers. I would uh, hack things. Oh, dude! I would go hacking with my friends. <laughs> dude, in those days, like I was a working IT professional in the late ni- in the mid to late nineties. Like, also in high school, I worked in IT departments. Nice. Yeah, look at me now. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened to my ass? That was the future. I remember telling my grandparents that I was going to be a computer guy. I'm a computer engineer. 
Oh yeah, no, I. That's why I never went to a day of fucking college because, like, I was a working IT professional before I graduated high school. Like, oh, dude, I got the world by the balls. Like, I have my A plus certification already. Like, I work in IT. <laughs> then that fucking dot com bubble burst, and I yep. ended up doing armed security because I could buy the fucking computer job. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. I, I went from computer engineering. I went to ITT, which was a scam. Oh, I know. Uh, and uh, just stole my money, stole all of my life's work. Uh, uh, the worst possible experience. Uh, I ended up working at a supermarket. <laughs> like, uh I don't know. I don't know. I, I know school works for a lot of people, and becoming a, a, a profession is necessary. We need people to take professions on. Otherwise, essential. Is that the word? Essential? Uh, but still, dude, there's a lot of... No, no. You got to... Failed. 9-11 taught me that computer people are not essential. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. I do think we need some. There always needs to be an IT guy, though. Yeah. Because like, hey, IT guy, like one. Yeah. Like my whole company has one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I'm like, kidding. But I mean, the, but but yeah, they. That's where they cut corners. I, that's where corporations are like, oh shit, we gotta save money. Well, let's get rid of the overpriced IT guys. Like the whole time I worked in IT, I always felt like I had to start hunting for my next job once I got a job, and I fucking hated that. Yeah, that's not a good feeling. I've had those jobs where I'm just waiting for the data end. Like, I, I did that for, uh, I was a process server, but I decided to take the office portion of the job, uh, which is sitting on a computer and entering people's uh, cases into a database so you can print out these legal documents to serve them. So I would sit in the office from 9 to 5, just da -da 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 -da, in a cubicle. And I remember... At the time, not really thinking about it, but I was like drinking nonstop and uh, angry all the time, like just upset. And me and my buddy would just like blast metal and throw around like empty paper boxes in the office. And I thought it was normal behavior, but apparently it was scary to some of the other ladies that were working in the building. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, they're like, why is he? Why is he moshing with? Why are they moshing over there? Just two guys punching each other in the corner. <laughs> Full fight club. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that job, I fuck, man. And I thought I was going to be that for a while. I did it for three years, so I thought that was my life at that point. I'm like, well, I guess I'm a court officer now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to people's doors and knocking on the door. Hey, uh, you, gotta, you got seven days to evacuate your property. The landlord whose rent that you're paying rent to is stealing all of your money and hasn't paid the, his mortgage, so you have to go. <laughs> it was the worst karma. Like I felt terrible every day. Just to, like I just had to, you know, kick somebody out of their house, or I would have like uh, um, I went to deliver papers for some dude for domestic violence because he was beating his wife. And I go, and it's this apartment building 
in Miami and like the, the really like shitty neighborhood. I knock on the door. I just all you hear is cop sirens and dogs barking, and everything's hot and sweaty. Dude opens the door shirtless with a bat in his hand. I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> are are you are you Juan?" And the guy just staring at you with a bat in his hand. I'm like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna leave these papers here for you on the floor." Uh, nice to meet you. You've been served and just start slowly backing away. And the dude following me out with his bat. I remember just getting out of the, uh, of the apartment and my girl was like outside of the car. I'm like, Hey, get in the car. She's like, what? I'm like, get in the car, get in the car now. She's like, what? I'm like, go, let's go. This dude's chasing me with a bat slowly. Hey, uh, it was that's not, not your, good. That's not your current wife, right? Uh, there, here you go. There's your answer. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I don't, I don't remember. Any woman who does not immediately get in the car when you say get in the car does not need to be on the team. She's not going to survive this zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that, that. If you ever look at someone dead in the eyes and say, get in the car, you should probably go. Right. Like, Anyone who does if, not immediately, like, oh, we're getting in the car. Why? No. Why are we? Why? What's going on? Tell me what's in. happening. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you asked that in the car as we're driving away. Like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's imagine. A, that's oh. an in the car conversation. Speeding <laughs> <laughs> away. What's happening? Like, don't worry about it. Just go. Right. But anyone you say, dead serious, we got to get in the car, and they don't immediately get in the car, will not survive the zombie apocalypse. They do not need yeah. to be on your team. Do you think we're we're heading in that direction? I mean, I keep a couple loaded guns around the house. Uh, I know where I'm going. Where's that? <laughs> where are you going? Where are you going? Uh, I'm going north. I know that much. I have a couple friends with guns and who are uh, extraordinarily large human beings that will be good protection to be around. <laughs> See, large human beings are not good protection against zombies. That's more meat for the zombie. It's a shield wall, man. Think about it. Would you expect the zombie to get full? Well, it'll it'll be a lot of uh, you know pressure on the you know. There's a, it's a wide. If it's a big person, they're holding back a larger number of zombies from the horde before they get to you, right? So the bigger the wall is of protection of meat that they'll be distracted by. The better, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They may just smell the like. Ooh, that's prime rib right over there. Mmm. Mmm. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I uh, I don't think we're gonna get zombied out. I don't think that's a thing. No. What I'm looking could forward happen. to happen. It but... could happen. It could happen. What I'm looking forward to is actually 1930s Depression era fucking crime because we're gonna get that. We are gonna get that. You mean like mafia taking over certain neighborhoods? Not even mafia, like yo, know, the fucking Bonnie and Clyde esque bank robbers and shit like that. We're gonna get that shit uh, as motherfuckers start to get desperate because of yo know, the new depression. Motherfuckers are gonna start committing crimes because they're desperate. So I was talking to Tony about how close we are to something like that actually happening, and you know we determined it's like. 
if they close down the supermarkets and the food, then that's when we have to be worried. Because, like, that's when people do stupid shit. No, the minute... The minute they start like actually coming after people and like compounding penalties for missing rent, that's when people are going to start stupid. Uh, that too. But I mean, there seems to be on social media, which I don't know how much of that to believe, but there seems to be a lot of people working towards helping people, like trying to like come up with fundraisers and different bills that are passing, and like even the shitty, even the shitty uh, stimulus check. Everybody complains. It's shitty. It's so small. That's not enough. That's, you know, but it's, it's still, I guess I wasn't expecting anything. I I was expecting Trump to just go too bad. Fuckers figure it out. It's an election year. <laughs> it's an election year. He can't do that shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. If this happened yeah. last year. Oh yeah. We'd be like, you're on your fucking own motherfuckers. <laughs> it's oh, 2020. Well. He's like six months away from reelection. He's got to be like, oh uh, yeah. Fucking make it rain on your asses. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't keep up with the politics anymore. I really don't. I just, I see, I, I go on Facebook, people post crazy shit. I'm like, that sounds crazy. Move along. Uh, you know, what's the, it's always a new distraction. It's a, like Tiger King is the thing now for maybe a week. Till people get over the tiger, tiger king, and then Trump does something ridiculous, and then that becomes the thing. Do you know what my new, you know what my new distraction is? Dark what? side of the ring, dude. Rough. That's a rough view. Did you I, watch the new Jack one that just came out? No, not yet. Not yet. You have yet. to watch I saw, it. It's I saw. The, I saw the two part. Um, I saw the two part. Benoit special and that was I you know the parts with Eddie Guerrero are the ones that fucked me up because I I was a big Eddie Guerrero fan and seeing seeing that story from their side was like oh fuck I had no idea like I didn't know how much it had to do with the loss of Eddie like it really does have a lot to do with it you know oh yeah yeah so it's 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 nuts you know I've lost a friend recently, and it you know it gets you sad thinking about all the the loss. But like I was I was saying, you got to try and view the 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 out of body spiritual aspects of it. To you know, people go to church. I don't do church. I don't do God or prayer or anything. But I have my own thing, and that's all you can do. It's just kind of think and and I guess pass the grief. Of, of a loss like that and work on yourself because then otherwise you end up like fucking Benoit losing his goddamn mind. Well, yeah, you know but what it, I mean, it, between the grief and the CTE, hopefully the CTE, the drugs, the, the, well, not drugs, but like the, the roids, he was on the I roids. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I get it. affects you a little, the testosterone, I'm sure. I mean, but I'm sure it wasn't just the roids. It was the combination. It was the CTE. It was the, all of it, just the perfect cocktail of destruction, you know? Oh yeah. So yeah. And I've had, you know, it makes me worry cause I've had CT. I'm sure I've had CT not diagnosed, but I've, I've taken many a shot to the head. I've, you know, dropped, I've been choked out in jujitsu. I've, you know, I've been in numerous fights. I've jumped off of stages where I land straight on my head and just wake up later. Like, you know, that's, 
definite brain damage. One hundred percent. So it makes me, you know, and it, a lot of it has to do with just overthinking it because I'm stoned when I watch it. Yeah. So they, they're like, oh my god, I have, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> That's gonna happen to me. They can, but now, nah. what was really um, heartbreaking for me was I didn't realize Benoit had another kid that survived it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been keeping an eye on him uh, through the YouTubes and the Twitters. He's been hanging out with like Jericho a lot, and uh, you know I saw pictures of him with Jericho, and I was like, Good lord, he looks just like him. Like fuck. Um, and he wanted to start wrestling, but. People have been apprehensive. I think he's officially starting to wrestle soon. But people, you know, obviously for good reason, they're like, I don't know. <laughs> Didn't work out so well for your dad. Uh, don't know if that's a good idea for you. Um, so we'll see. People got mad at me about the meme I posted. I posted a, a, a meme of Benoit and like two kids covered in toilet paper. And it just said, uh, when you catch your kids wasting toilet paper and just, yeah, Ben was in the Oh shit. I, in my head I was like, oh my god, that's terrible. That's so terrible. But I have this weird I don't know, a, a, a fan affinity. I don't know. I love fucked up shit. <laughs> that was so fucked up. That's so fucked up. That's so good. It's so fucked up. Yeah, it's it's yeah, but I got people legit mad. Now, like oh, some of us do Nancy. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, but that's a funny joke. You need to get where do we we need not joke. I don't want to say. I want to. It made me laugh. Right. I'm no, sorry. it's a joke. It's a tasteless <laughs> joke. But guess what? Sometimes tasteless jokes are fucking funny. My audience definitely appreciates tasteless jokes. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it, it, it's rough, and I see it. Uh, you, I've been going to a lot of shows at the comedy store, and usually after Kill Tony, Tony does a set in the O Room, and Tony's been writing some shit that, and and just kind of not even writing, just he just he's a fucking craftsman, so like he'll drop some stuff that I hadn't heard before, and I could just see the crowd kind of like. <sighs> Like, oh no, like, what? Why is he saying that? And I'm just like, guys, calm down. Like, we are still in the comedy store. You know what you paid money for. You know what I mean? You know well, what you came thing. in for. Some of those fucking tourists don't. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. There's a lot of tourism at the store. It's just rough, man. It's rough. It's, uh, hopefully this will, this whole virus thing will change people uh, and hopefully in a positive way probably not probably not but i think i think it'll help some people uh some people will grow from this and be smarter and look into things more and be more connected to other people and less selfish and like hey reach out and you know just make sure everybody's hanging tight and be be good you know uh or you could be spreading fear and like, oh, my God, it's over. And look at this news article. Look at what's happening. They're dying. They're killing us all. Like, that's just going to breed more panic, I think. Uh, I'm trying to stay away from that. Like, I'm, I'm not posting anything about, like, articles of, like, oh, 20 more dead. Like, I, I get it. People are dying, and it sucks. I don't need you to shove it in my face every five minutes because – 
you're just trying to create negativity. You're trying to create a negative reaction. Stay positive and let's like, hey, look, there's also people recovering. Oh, for sure. For sure. And yeah. people were dying either way before this. Yeah. I have friends that are trying to convince me that this is it. Like dudes that are in the military that are telling me like, oh, this is it. The secret government is doing it on purpose. And this is uh, where they did this to control population and uh, fix the economy. And, fix uh, the and economy! Like, fix the economy! What the fuck fix the economy? What? How is this? What? Huh? Well, because we'll get rid of some people. <laughs> you mean taxpayers that pay into the economy? People who spend money in the economy? How does that fix the economy? Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's that they, they, they think it's all some kind of government conspiracy. I'm like, you're giving them way too much credit. Way You're giving them too much credit. Way too much credit. You think they're smarter than they are. They're not these evil geniuses. Like this probably happened because they were trying to come up with something and fucked up. Well, somebody slipped. Somebody somebody wasn't clean enough. I mean, in, or, our, in our own fucking government, we fucking defunded our pandemic response team. Coincidentally, right before a pandemic. Well, yeah, because probably the pandemic response team stopped a couple of them. Yeah. The guys we were paying to do the job did their fucking job. How dare they? How dare they earn their fucking How keep? They? How dare they earn their keep? How dare they? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm trying. Honestly, look, um, it's a period of adjustment. But my whole life has been a period of adjustment. I'm, I'm, you know, through a series of misfortunes and bad luck, uh, I've had to adjust my entire life. This is the best time of my life, and it sucks to say it. People are like, oh, but there's a pandemic. I'm like, yeah, but I am currently at the best point in my life. I've moved past all my drugs, uh, except for weed. That's not really a drug. Um, I don't drink every... You haven't moved past DMT, right? Again, I might try it, but honestly, I don't... I used to want to do it as a kind of a discovery thing like i need it i need to do it so i can get some answers or you know to like so i can see the other side and understand it but like i'm i'm at a point where i've already been there i'm good i'm i i will go i'll go for a visit again sure but i don't i'm not i'm not looking for it like i know friends are like dude you know where i can get some dmt dog it's like calm down <laughs> uh you don't need to microdose dmt every day you don't need to, but you may want to. It'll pass the time. Yeah. I guess during this time, it worries me. I, that's why I haven't been smoking as much. I'm smoking now, but um, I've been putting it off. I used to smoke every day. Now it's on the weekends uh, and drinking as well. Like I'm only drinking on the weekends because I, I don't know. I need to stay sharp. And I feel that if I smoke, it's going to make me overthink. It's going to make me panicky. I'm going to start wondering about everything. I'm going to start getting angry. And I don't, uh, I don't want to do that right now. No, I mean, I wanna, it doesn't serve yeah. shit. Getting fucking yeah. angry doesn't serve. Because in the grand scheme of things, we, the common folk, we are in a powerless situation. There's nothing mm-hmm. to get angry about. We are along for the fucking ride. Yep. Yeah, I try to explain that to my friends. They're like, we need to stand up. And I'm like, for, do what? They've been doing that since the 60s. Did that work? Back then, 
Let's all go outside. We can't even go outside to protest. That's what it is. That's what it is. They don't want crowds forming at the election. Protest Trump, dude. They're doing this. Uh, yep, that's what it is. That's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> I, the civil rights movement and those protests definitely accomplished some shit. They did. Sure. Yeah. But there's still a government that's corrupt as fuck. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Just, uh, they made gentle shifts and shit is still corrupt. And I just realized we're not recording any video on any me- means at all right now. So this is an audio episode only episode, apparently. That's fine. Yeah. I'm ugly. Nobody wants to see my face. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> now I can show off my tits. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's uh, it, it'll be fine. I think we'll be fine. I think uh, if it doesn't, then oh well. I, I'm I'm ready to go anyway, and I mean, we'll figure grand, it out. In the grand scheme of things, we'll all be dead soon, anyways. Yeah, I've got maybe thirty more to go, tops. Hopefully. Well, if you look That's at like, <laughs> if you look at like geometric or not geometric uh, geology, like the age of a rock, our whole lifespan is just a blink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not much. And uh, it's either this or something else that'll do it, you know. It's either this or a volcano uh, or pollution eventually just kills people. Or, or, <laughs> or a random rock from space. Random rock from space. Uh, dinosaur comes out of a lab because they're fucking with DNA and shit. You know that. I mean, if one, <laughs> of my, one of my ex-girlfriends stabs me. I mean, yep. yeah, that, uh, yeah, that happens, you know. I've had knives pulled out on me before. <laughs> Those are not fun. Um, but yeah, it, it, something will get you. And uh, it's not going to be this. So the way to look at it instead of panicking or whatever is to figure out, well, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? What, what, let's have a, at least a theoretical plan of attack. Like for me, I want to keep pushing out podcasts. I also have a a plan of attack if the sirens start going, the fucking air raid sirens, you know what I mean? <laughs> if we're just sitting here one day and say, like, oh, oh shit, well, <laughs> uh, run, let's get in the car, I know where we're going. <laughs> you know, I have that plan, I have the, the plan if nothing happens and we just have to go back to normal life, that's fine, you just keep, you know, we'll have a little bit more of a distance between people. Maybe I won't be in the mosh pits anymore. I'm too old for that anyway, right? Right. Fuck it. I'm going to end up hurting a bone or something. Oh, you're telling so. me, like, my stupid ass, I went down to Orange County for Machine Head's uh, 25th anniversary for burning my eyes right before the quarantine. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I, all night I'm like, I'm not getting in the pit. I'm too old for this shit. I'm not getting in the pit. Fucking a bunch of tall boys later in Davidian comes on. Guess where my <laughs> ass was? Yeah, there's a there's only I think one band around right now that that can do that to me, and it's uh, every time I die. I think uh, no matter what, if if every time I die plays a hit off of uh, Hot Damn or something, oof! Like if they ever play Logic of Crocodiles, I'm stage diving, which is something <laughs> I never do anymore. <laughs> but if they do that song, I will run up on stage and stage dive. Uh, that's the only band I, I've been to many shows lately and I'm just like, I can't get in there. I'm going to get knocked out. I don't know if I'll get back up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I might break a leg and then what, and then how do I go to work? Like, no, no, no. Yeah. It's such a, it's a sad, sad realization to come to. Like 
I'm too old for the pit. Too old yeah, for the pit. Yeah, that was my life for many, many years. Did my buddies, me and my high school buddies, after high school, we would we would gather together wearing jumpsuits. We all went out and got our customized uh, Dickies jumpsuits that we would. They were, they were blue, so kind of ripping off Slipknot, but not really. It was just we were workers. We had combat boots with the with the full Dickies like mechanic outfit or whatever you call it, and uh, and then we would put like patches on it or whatever, and we had mouth guards. That's how we would go to the radio station rock festivals. We would show up like that, and we would go in and 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 kind of it wasn't like abusive. We were we were monitoring the the fucking pit. Like we would get in there and push people around, have a good time or whatever. But then we would see one guy being an asshole, spin kicking or fucking being a ninja, you know, or or like visibly seeing a girl kind of like uncomfortable and like get away from me or you know what I mean. And the dude's still going. That's when we would step in and like grab the dude, pull him away. Or, or just mosh real close to him, grab him, be like, stop. No, you're not going to stop. You're going to push me away. Okay. And then push him back. And then, you know, we would get into like little fights. And if it got dirty, then like that's when the other dudes would jump in. And we were all like, you would look out for your boy in the jumpsuit, wherever the fuck he is, and go help him out. But it was weird. Very physical very like po- like authoritarian police like sometimes like it was just weird but I, I i would do it cuz it was uh fun i liked fighting you know i i like i practiced taekwondo and judo and jujitsu and all that so i was like yeah fuck it let's go <laughs> in a non like meathead kind of like you know skinhead those dudes just go crowd kill oh yeah we wanted uh. yeah i wanted to defend does that make any sense? It was weird. No, I feel, yeah, like, going to metal shows in Chicago, there was always the fucking boneheads, fucking swastikas, without fucking fail. Good lord. Any, any, I couldn't enjoy, like, cert, like I couldn't go to a Dropkick Murphy's show without getting in a fight. You know what I mean? Or, or, or just certain music, certain punk music, where, you know, there's always that guy. I went to a David Allen Coe show. I was the darkest kid in the room. Well, yeah, he's racist as fuck. Yeah, but I like David Allen Coe's music. Yeah. And he's got, and he's got, you know, the Dimebag guitar on stage. <laughs> hey, Rebel Meets Rebel's a great album. Look, it's a, I don't care. I think I heard someone say the other day, and I know this may come off as uh, ignorant or whatever, but I, 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 if it's racist, if you're racist, you know what I mean? Like, if you think it's racist, you're probably being racist because you're thinking about it. You're thinking about the racist thought. You're saying that's racist because you're acknowledging that it is. It's it's a weird thing. Like, I if I I choose what I get offended by. Like, if somebody calls me a spick to my face, like you're a fucking beaner spick, and he's doing it with that anger of like you know wanting to fight me, then I'll fight him. You know, because you are you're trying me, and I'm offended that you're trying me. But you know, I call my my fucking Cuban friends balseros, rafters all the time, and that's like derogatory too. Like you, but that's what you are. Like it's like the N word. 
You know, like you get, they say it amongst themselves. We can't say it. I, I feel I have, you know, a darker shade of skin. I might be able to get away with it in Miami. I can't really say it out here in LA. Cause then I get looked at funny. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I, yeah. I don't know. At, at this point in life, at, you know, being my advanced age, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't know you. Like if you, someone I know and respect, like came at me like that, we might have problems. If some fucking random who I don't know you, I don't respect you. I don't give a fuck what your opinion is. You're like, fuck you, Kike. I'd be like, whatever, dude. Uh, yeah. You're ignorant fuck. I don't care. Yeah. I, don't, I don't respect your opinion. I don't know who you are. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a problem, uh, a psychological problem that a lot of people deal with here where you get involved. They call it white knighting. Like a lot of people do that, and that's—I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, I get where you're where you're trying to do. You're trying to protect someone, you know, maybe. But for the most part, you're doing it for the attention. Yeah. Oh, especially yeah. when it when it comes yeah. to females, like dudes white knight for girls. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. we're all on online culture. We see it online all the time. Someone says anything like remotely derogatory towards a female, all of a sudden, like especially if she's attractive. A hundred dudes come out of the woodwork like, fuck that dude. No, will you sleep with me now? Right. How about Nothing. now? That's what it is. How about now? Is this uh, better? Is this better? <laughs> did, I, did I embarrass that dude who talks shit to you enough? Will you give me your vagina? Yeah, it's weird. I tried telling my, my wife that because sometimes, you know, I come off as machista or sexist or whatever. Uh, it's not any of those things. It just, you know, I think. And this is my personal opinion. I'm not going to say it's fact, but I, I would say that 99.9% of the men that are being nice to a woman, if they're heterosexual, it's because they want to sleep with that person. Like, I know it sounds mean to th- say that, but kind of, it's kind of the truth. Like if you're a heterosexual guy looking at a female and you're trying you're acting nice towards her, it's because there's a subconscious layer deep within you that just wants to make something happen there. I think. I mean, I don't necessarily disagree, but sometimes on a personal level, it's because I want to fuck her friend. Well, there's that too. Either <laughs> way, there's sex involved, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's if like I'm being nice to you because they, damn, you know, like <laughs> like hey, I'm gonna be nice to you, and then you're gonna give me the layup, and then I'm gonna fuck your friend who's out of my league. And I got somebody for you. We got a wingman. That'll be for you. <laughs> like, no girl. Me and you are tight. We're platonic. What, what's the old Chris Rock bit? Like, any dude who's... Fuck, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm, but it, it, tongue, Are we talking about the tongue ring joke? No, no, not the tongue ring joke. He has a bit about, <laughs> like... Any dude who's a platonic friend with a female is because he fucked up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, too. Yeah, if you fucked up in your game... Like if you're being, you might there. Okay, so yes, there is exceptions. I'm not saying it doesn't ever, never happen. But, right, but the uh, was there at some point in most cases. Right. Yeah, you, it started that way, and then it kind of there was a failure moment, and now you can move past that and just kind of be friends. There's also like uh, the relationship between like, like I would never hit on. I would be nice to, but I would never hit on a friend's wife. Right. Right. Like I'm not. That's not. I'm not into that. Like I. There's plenty of other women. But no matter also, how hot, you're also not going to go hang out with your friend's wife. Just you and your friend's wife. 
Right. But I've seen that. I've seen other, like, I've within my group of friends, I've seen dudes ask and try and be friendly to wives, like my wife and my, my guitar player's wife and getting messages on Instagram or, or, or Facebook with like, Hey, how are you today? And it's like, what do you want? <laughs> right. Why are you, why are you messaging the wife? It's because you're trying to, you're trying to sneak your way in there. There's that's it. That's all. That, that's all it is. <laughs> like it's, you're, and then if you fail, then maybe you'll stay friends and, and communicate occasionally. And, and, uh, it's like a weird friendship that you have, but I do. Have a, I, like, you know, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I do personally have a bunch of female friends that like, at one point I was sexually attracted to, and then I got to know them and I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool with being your friend. But if this was any, on any romantic level, I would lose my shit. Yeah, there's that because you get to know them and you know that it's like uh, not going to work in yeah. any kind of long-term situation. Uh, I mean, oh. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't work 20 seconds past orgasm. Right, yeah. Like, It'll be all regrets afterwards. Right, exactly. For all parties involved. All yeah, parties yeah, yeah. involved. Like, Everybody's going to hate this. <laughs> everyone will hate this. Everyone will be like, what did we do here? Like, the, a couple of them are like some of my closest friends, like, on a friend tip, but they have personality traits where, like, oh, I could tolerate that as a friend. But if we were romantically involved, or, we, you know, I couldn't put up with this shit. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No, I feel you. I, I, w- I would have that, too. It's weird. I'm just saying, for the most I mean, I know it's not accurate. That's not 99.9%. But for the most part, you know, if a guy's being nice at first, it's usually for the attempt of. And then if it fails, then you can move on. Uh, but I've, you know, I've had issues with ex-girlfriends where that's happened, where like, she's like, he's just, he's very nice. He's a friend and he will hang out with him. And I'm just like, I see it in his eyes. Like, come on. He's waiting, he's waiting for you to fuck up. He's waiting for you to fuck up. He is there. I'm looking at him. He's, look, he's like, the minute Eddie fucks up, I'm in like Flynn. The yeah. minute Eddie fucks up. And guess yeah. what? I spent a good time in my adolescence, in my 20s. I'm not proud of it. Being that guy. Being that fucking guy. Like, the minute your boyfriend would fuck up, the famous line was, girl, I would never treat you like that. Ah. Like, I can't believe he treated you like that. I would never treat you like that. I've been that fucking guy. I've been that piece of shit. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I may, I don't know. I may have pulled that off maybe once. It wasn't my thing. My thing was usually the... The... um fake success is how I got girls like the I'd show up you know nicely dressed and be unemployed you know what I mean like or or homeless but still look real good when I show up and then you know they're like oh he's fine and it's just you know they'll fall into the trap and then they realize I'm homeless and now I'm living with you I'm on your couch for six months it's too late by that point, bitch. It's too late. I got you. I got you. I got you. Exactly. Exactly. Now I'm getting, <laughs> I've definitely I, I have fallen into situations like that for sure. But uh, see, I'm the polar yeah. opposite. Like I was just like I would never treat you like that. And then shortly after orgasm, I'm like, oh, I'm never going to see you again either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my it's funny. The wife told me that you know uh, the first after the first night we we met and like hung out and you know did things. She was like, I didn't think I was going to hear from you again. I'm like, oh, I didn't think I was going to call you either. That's why we're 
you know, it all worked out, I think, because both of us were in that, like, eh? And then there was, like, a natural, let's reconnect, you know? So, I don't know. I'm being sappy, but uh, I'm, I used to be a, a degenerate, and uh, I've been changed man since I've hey, I'm trying to be a reformed degenerate. I'm not succeeding at all times. <laughs> But I'm trying. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to fucking be better. I, you know, I used to think like, as long as I'm honest about the situation, it's all good. And it's like, no, not necessarily. Just because I'm being honest doesn't mean the person I'm involved with is being honest about their feelings. When I put out like, hey, I'm just trying to fuck, and they're just kind of like, oh, hey, um, okay, that's cool. Oh, but it's actually not. Yeah. Well, you know. You, if you're delivering the goods, man, they're going to want seconds. Oh, no. <laughs> Professional mediocre dick. Professional mediocre dick. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to stick around. When I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, I'm just trying to fuck. Like, I'm not trying to you know, bat it out. I'm like, I'm trying to bunt for first. I'm not trying to knock well, it out of the park. As long as you're not just whipping it out and jerking off in front of them into a plant. No, no, it's all consensual. <laughs> it's just disappointing. <laughs> Poor Louie. I say poor Louie, but I don't mean it. I just, you know, I, what a situation. <laughs> what a fucking situation. Like, indeed, what a fucking situation. So, <sighs> God. One of the other podcasts I'm working on uh, involves a bunch of the Weinstein survivors. Oh, boy. Yeah. So it's like, it is completely like illuminated and just changed my mind <laughs> about a bunch of shit. And it's just like, eh, hey, Louie. Fuck, you, you fucked up. You fucked up. You... But he asked. Yeah, and in some situations, so did Harvey. Did he? I didn't think he did. I, I mean, I don't know enough about that case. Um, I mean, it's it, it, it's it's all. I get, the, I get I get the argument that they make of of the power element may, may influences your decisions, and I get it. I yeah. get it because it's, ha- it's happened to me, dude, and not in a rapey kind of way, but just kind of like I'll be out uh, at a show and meet a band member or something, and hey, we're going to this place, and I know in my head I should probably just go home and go to work, but because it's that person, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna be late tonight, and right. I'll just stay out, and I'll regret all of my decisions the next day. Like I'm tired, I didn't sleep, I maybe I, I, I drank too much or whatever. Maybe a little and, powder. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so um, decisions, bad decisions were made in in in, uh, in a grown adult kind of way, not in a adulterous kind of you know shitty. Right, but it's still like I should have gone home. And right, you should have gone home instead of being like, yeah. oh, but I, I value this person's opinion to make them think that I'm cool. And it would be uncool of me to go home and be like, I'm going to go at home at nine o'clock and hang out with my wife. It was nice yeah. meeting you. Yeah. 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 So I get that aspect. Like that's where that comes from. That whole, like Harvey Weinstein is offering, you know, he makes movies and you want to be in movies. And, uh, you know, if he asks, you're going to be like, well, I guess I should, maybe you shouldn't, but it, your brain's like, I'm fine. I guess, you know, like, I mean, he was, I'm, like I'm hearing these women's stories. He is yeah. an absolute fucking monster. An absolute fucking yeah. monster. But it, it put Louie in a new light. Because I was right there with you. Like, but Louie asked. Mm. And like, but yeah. hearing, hearing all these Weinstein stories and hearing like that Louie was executive producing for some of these people or taking them on the road, had so much control over their careers. Like, 
believe me, I don't want to be a woke guy, but I've been a little woke by this. Okay. No, there's no, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. And I, I try to be woke. I'm too, I'm a little old to be, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a boomer, but I'm not. Eddie, I'm older <laughs> they, than you are. They call me a boomer sometimes. <laughs> it's the grave. You're, you may be physically older than me, but I feel like my brain is definitely like a grape or a, a, a raisin to your grape. <laughs> Shit. You think there's that much fluid left up in here? Fuck. Come on, man. Come on. You're giving me way too much credit. Way uh, too much fucking credit. Oh, man. No, I'm but, just, yeah, I'm just in denial about my age is all. No, you're good. You still have hair, dude. Look, you, I decided to to stop shaving since we're not doing video. Look at this. This is insane. I look like uh, I, I'm going to let it grow for the entirety of the quarantine, and I'm going to be a, a black snake moan, uh, Sam Jackson. I, I feel like you got the Uncle Phil going on. Just the sides, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make a nice big bushy sides. I want to spike it up and do it like Heihachi from Tekken. Nice. Just up like this, all grayed out. That'd be good. <laughs> <Throw>. <laughs> Shave the beard, just have the mustache, the, the the long mustache down, all the way down to here. Throw some blood relative <laughs> into a volcano, it'll be good. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. All right, what time is it, dude? It's 5.41? Yeah. Uh, um, I got to make dinner soon. All but right. uh, Yeah, I had fun. Yeah, yeah. How long have we been doing this? What do you got, time-wise? Uh, well... Not counting the technical difficulty, about an hour 20. So can you go till six? Yeah, let's do till six. We'll do right. six. I'll go to make a dinner. So what do you what, what what do you have in mind for uh the apocalypse? Like if the shit hits the fan, if we're going Mad Max. Oh, we're going Mad you, Max? I'm robbing people for toilet paper. But why? Okay, explain that to me. Because I, I, I see the people freaking out about toilet oh, paper. No, no, why no. not? That was just a funny thing to say. That's not a real plan. Okay. Fuck. Well, I mean, do you what I have said a currency? It, no, 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 no. It, it's disintegrates in water. It's not nearly as good as bottle caps. Okay. Okay. So Mad Max, Mad Max, full on Mad Max. I am. Fuck. I have a couple guns. I'm going to try to find some like minded people and hole up with them. Who the fucking knows? I, do you think it'll be like how long is how long is it going to take you to accept that it's Mad Max? Like, how many days are you going to be at home where they make the announcement on on like YouTube or something, and they're like, "Guys, uh, we tried. Uh, government is being dissolved, and uh, supermarkets are closed, and hospitals are closed, and uh, good luck." The minute they uh, shut, off, the minute they shut off the internet, it's on. If yeah, if you lose your internet, is that when you go? That's so easy too, because I I lose internet at random and I pay for it. Like yeah. I'll just have one day the internet goes out. I'm like shit, reset the router, and then like shit, can't do anything about that. And then you go and like use your phone. And you're like, yep, there's an outage. Guess I'll just sit here and wait. Because yep. what else am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the point where I'm just like, oh, time to put on the shoulder holster. Time to go into the world. Oh, I think I would try and barricade my same way as I'm treating it now. Like, I think I would stay inside until I ran out of shit and I needed to go get more. And that's when I'll, you know, weapon up and, you know, armor out the car, build out the car. I, well, I got to take the car out. going to have to build one of those scoops with the spikes 
made out of welding metal, you know, and put some cages around the windows. See, you're fucking up if you're waiting until then to start doing that welding. You gotta do it beforehand. So I should start now, is what you're saying? Yeah, you gotta be prepared, because you're an easy target while you're sitting there with a welding mask fucking up, applying that to the car. That's true, but I, I am lucky. I have a, a pretty high fence, uh, fenced-off car situation, the car parking. So I might be okay for a little bit, but I definitely need to go get a welding gun first. Right. Do you have the fucking fuel in a welding fucking mask? Do you have the parts you need? None of that. None of that. So, like, you'd have and to go those... scavenge that shit. You fucked up already. Yeah, you're right. Um, well, then I guess I'll just go out with my uh, regular car. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> go get supplies. I, I'm, you know, I, I had this conversation with the wife, too, about whether or not I would immediately go full like scavenger like murder for survival and it's not that many steps <laughs> the real question, of- <laughs> the real question is how many steps is it till cannibalism ooh uh no i'd go vegetarian first how are you going to get freshly grown vegetables i'll make them i know how to my the wife's a, a geomancer she uh, grows plants they yeah, have a lot of, that's assuming you can stay set up all these all those plants that is the set uh, assuming you can stay in your home base if you have to be on the move veg, vegetarian is not a good plan tofu man i'm not gonna eat human why not it's supposed to be delicious no it's not it just barely tastes like chicken it's supposed to taste like pork it's called long pig for a reason uh i uh i don't know i probably i probably wouldn't do it i just because humans are gross more gross than pigs yeah more gross than cows have you eaten mcdonald's (laughs) i mean that's who knows what kind of meat that is it's it's not it's sand exactly so well that's fine sand is fine minerals (laughs) taco bell meat is mostly dog food it's fine Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm going cannibal pretty quickly. Really? Oh, yeah. Now, do you go for the movie Alive and go for the butt cheek first? No. That's what they did in that movie. They went butt cheek. No, no. You you properly butcher it into cuts, and then you have variety. (sighs) Man, I don't know. I mean, I've seen the Hannibal show. I've seen all the different recipes. I just, I'm not a, you know, there's certain meats I don't think I would be a fan of that. Uh, I can't really eat a lot of lamb. Like, I'll, I'll occasionally, if it's, we're at like a five star restaurant and somebody has a lamb dish, I'm going to try it. Um, and then the occasional hero meat, which is supposed to be lamb, but it's not. Most of that's just fucking filler. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think I could eat human. I think I would just go figure something out veggies or grass or. I don't know, mushrooms. I mean, if it's good the choice between me being hungry and me and human, I'm eating human. There's got to be no animals. You know what I mean? Like, I'll go hunt pigeons. You know what I mean? I'll hunt fucking cats and dogs. I'll, I mean, I'll go... Do you think what we have going on now is bad? You start eating pigeons. Do you know how bad that virus is going to be? Eh, if you cook it enough, you'll be fine. They do it in Cuba. <laughs> I mean, for all I know... They, I- for all I know, I, Maybe I in all pigeon. of the animals in Cuba. For all I know, I hate pigeons in Cuba. Fuck. 
fuck yeah yeah you did is it are you kidding there's certain places i go have chicken wings at and they're so small i'm like that's not a chicken that's definitely not a chicken <laughs> like whatever bird that is you're not giving me chicken um like those the the mall the strip malls that serve those like barbecue chicken sample bourbon chicken yeah sample cups those aren't pitch those aren't chickens the, the, there's something else going on there hey they're delicious it doesn't matter yeah, exactly. Though it's delicious. I don't so know if I can it, handle human meat. If with enough barbecue if, sauce, you definitely could. Not sauce. Uh, uh, enough smoking, like bar, like you barbecue it properly. Maybe you think good human, rub. You think human has to be low and slow? Low and slow. Not a lot of spice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's change the subject. I'm not cooking humans. No, you're just yes. consuming them. You're not doing the cooking. No, I want to do the cooking. I like cooking. I watch a lot of cooking shows. I watch Chopped, uh, Cutthroat Kitchen. I watch uh, Good Eats and uh, Ugly Delicious with David Chang. I like food. So I really don't want to think about it. Like, that really makes me panic. Of all the panicky things that are happening, the virus, people dying, and all that shit, the one thing that I panic about is like, we need to have food. Like if if uh, there's no food, that's when I start stressing out. Oh, one hundred percent. I heard the the most fucking distressing thing earlier today. Uh, so I was doing a co- podcast for my client, and she had an advocate on who is an advocate for agricultural workers, primarily undocumented agricultural workers, and the people working our fucking fields when they get off work. There's no food on the shelves for them. Mm. That like that whole cycle freaked me out. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. It's like that's pretty shitty. Like, hey, go work a field for fucking twelve to sixteen hours, and then when you get off work, there's no food for you. What the fuck? Well, that's what they need to start. You know, taking some on the side garbage bag. You know, just fucking fill it up with lettuce heads. Take it home. I mean, have you ever gone berry picking? Because, like, I haven't since I was a kid. No. Because that, that is such a white people thing. Like, hey, yeah. let's go have a fun day of doing agricultural work. And we'll pay yeah. you to do this. What a fun field trip. Right, exactly. <laughs> but my parents definitely took me to, like, some orchard or, like, berry picking as a kid. And no. my idea of berry picking was one in the basket, one for me. One in the basket, one for me. Right. Okay. That's how it should be. Like, you know, have a little, if you're picking tomatoes all day, you should be able to take some home. I agree. That's, that's how I see it. Uh, same with like beer. When I was working in the beer game, I'm selling hundreds of cases of your beer a day. You best believe there's going to be at least four or five at home. Like I'm taking some home. There'll be samples. You sample out clients, but then you're still left with like half a case or, you know, whatever. That's mine now. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's mine now. Sorry. Yeah, that's I. I uh, people need to learn to do that. I think uh, some people don't. But if you're if you're putting in the work, you're in the field, twelve hours a day. You best believe I'm going home. Garbage bags full of fucking crops, for everyone in the neighborhood. I'll have a little fucking yard sale. Like everybody, come by five cents on the tomatoes. Whatever the fuck you want. Right, whatever the we'll fuck figure, you need. We'll be, we'll figure it out, man. I think we can still grow crops. As long as it's not like a, a vegetable killing uh, disease, you know? 
Like if COVID starts infecting our food to the point where plants aren't growing, then okay, then I'll freak out. Well, but I, one of the things I I try to I briefly, very briefly tried to research earlier today was like, how long can the virus stay alive on a plant? I, I heard on any surface it was like four or five days. Well, it's seventy-two hours on steel, under like a couple hours on cardboard. It varies surface to surface. Tight. <laughs> So it's like, how long can it stay alive on fucking plants and like, you know, beef products, shit like that? Because it's like, what this person was saying on the, the podcast I did for my client is you have a lot of undocumented workers that stay in essentially labor camps to do agricultural work. They're in confined spaces. And because they're undocumented, they don't have insurance. They don't necessarily have access to keep themselves safe and clean during this, you know. During this shit, it's going to be fucked up. Like we're going to see probably a horrible uptick in our agricultural workers getting sick. Can they transmit that to us via the food? You know, is the food going to be dying on the vine because our agricultural workers are getting so sick that they can't do the work? Hmm. I think we would create machines. I mean, I'm sure there's already machines. No, if we, that we collect- if we could create machines. Those machines would already be doing it. Yeah. But, you know, we didn't have the need to at the time. But oh, if what, people are dying, they'll do it. Hey, you 100%, know 100%. Our racist <laughs> government has the need to because then they could be like, oh, we don't need all these undocumented workers because we have the machine to do it. Yeah. You know, they'll do it. Yeah. You, you know, that's part of the plan already. I'm sure that's what they're trying to do. It's fine. We'll, we'll always figure out... Uh, way to make it through uh until we don't and then whatever you know then we go do something else that's how i see it I I, mean, I, my, hopefully by mine that point and, we'll be dead you and i will be yeah. dead and it won't be our issue maybe maybe uh but i always like to operate thinking that maybe I, it'll come down to me <laughs> and maybe that's my ego uh, but I always like I always keep that I always keep a, a vast array of options of, of scenarios in my line of sight at all times. By the way, even on the road, like when I'm driving, I'm like, "Here's me going straight. Here's me making a left and crashing. Here's me making a right." Like I, I kind of like try and see which is the best option. I'm like, maybe I'll go straight and not die right now, and then I do that. So I'm going to keep doing that no matter what the po- politicians do, no matter what, if they, if they do martial law and people are with guns on the street and chaos is hitting the fan, I'm going to figure out a way to continue to live, eat, and provide for the wife, and then uh, until we can't. And then we'll just figure it out from there. We'll keep moving. Keep oh, yeah. fucking going. I mean, it, we as a species, are, it's so weird. We are so ingrained in fucking weird traditions. But we're such an adaptable species, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll be fine. I think the reason that humans are humans are because organisms evolved over many, many years of time of survival. So, and that's why we're here now. But I, I'm, I'm saying, like, we, even modern humans, like, without going generations and generations, like, if you were thrown, you and I were thrown in a prison today, we would adapt to it. We'd eventually become institutionalized. Well, now I know that you would kill me and eat me. Not in prison. If it was t- forever prison, well, like we were, imagine we would imagine we went to prison 
And then everything shut down and we were stuck in there and nobody, no one's coming. I would find you someone. Would, to- you, would def- you would definitely eat me. No. That's, what you're, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're my friend and my ally. I need someone else first. <laughs> oh, but what if it's just you and I in that cell and it's been months? You're going to kill me and eat me. I know it. Well, yeah, you're pretty well marbled. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you got some tender meats here. If you soak these in, I don't know, piss water, because that's all you'll have in the prison. Oh, I'll, I'll have some toilet wine to marinate that shit in. <laughs> Uh, you best yes. believe I'll have the best toilet wine in that prison. Make white wine, uh, what is it, reduction, uh, human shoulder. <laughs> See, you're already coming up with recipes. This is why I can't yeah. tell you first. That's well, why I, I have, have to, to, have to I'm going to be the chef. <laughs> right, uh-huh. So today I was thinking, <laughs> we, we have some thigh left. I think we should definitely make thigh sandwiches. Uh, God. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't eat human. I don't, <laughs> I don't eat human yet. 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 I'm not. Your I'm not. Discuss. I'm not saying I will never eat human, but I don't plan on it. I don't plan on it just yet, but guaranteed if uh, that's a you know if that situation occurred. If push comes to shove. You're pushing and shoving. I'm pushing and shoving you right into a meat grinder like I'm Carol Baskin. Oh, God. I haven't. I, I haven't seen. I haven't. I know. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. I know who she is. I, Everyone knows the internet. Everyone. Thanks to the internet. I haven't seen the show and I know everything about it. That's kind of sad. No, you you have to experience it yourself. It is. I uh, look, man. Look, a lot of people keep hitting me with that. And it's like, look. I grew up in Homestead, Florida. None of that's impressive. No, no. All the oh, she ripped the arm, or the arm, the tiger ate the arm, and the person buried it. I, I don't like. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh no, I'm just saying, <laughs> it's some impressive levels of white trash. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Look, I'm I'm just being a grump. Uh, enjoy your Tiger Kings. Maybe one day I'll watch it. I don't really plan on it. I'm not like boycotting it where like, no, uh, but I just don't. I have other shows like The Outsider. I just got into uh, Ozark, which I know I'm late, but I finally got into it. So, uh, on Ozark, I've enjoyed the hell out of Ozark. If you look at it too closely, it has some major plot holes. Oh, definitely. But that, that's what most things that, you know, no, Game no, no, of Thrones, no. what an amazing show. And then you're like. If you take a close look, it's not that great. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed Ozark, but there's like there's just points where it's just like, hey, they do this thing and then they just never mention it again, and that would have been a major thing. It's I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but there's points where it's just like, hey, your cut and your edit on that kind of glossed over that. There's uh, major things that there should have been repercussions for this act. Oh. You'll yeah. see. You'll see. Well, I'm uh, almost done with season two. Oh. Yeah. Then I can get into a little bit of spoilers. Okay. Um, so what? The scene where they trash the funeral home looking for the money. Okay. That's happened already for your viewing, right? The, the, the feds, you mean? No. Who? Uh, the Langmores. Uh, 
I don't know. Uh, I know that they buried like the most recent thing that happened was that they 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 um, dug up some skeletons at the Langmores property. That's not and the Langmores. That's the fucking the Snells. The, the Snells. Snells. Yeah. So they dug up some bones at the Snells, and they determined that it was just old relatives. Right. That's the last thing I saw. Okay. Um, there's a scene where Cade Langmore and Ruth break into the funeral home to try to find the money because they think the money's hidden in the funeral home. They tear the funeral home apart and then there's never any mention of it by anyone. The break into the funeral home, they tore it apart. It's just like, this should be a conversation at least. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see when I get to it. If if it even registers on my brain, because like I that sometimes like I miss things. People are like, "Hey, did you notice this?" I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> nope. I guess I I didn't." But uh, I'm also uh, the yeah, worst I mean, person. I'm hypercritical on plot holes and shit like that. And like I'm oh, fucking okay. I'm cinema sins guy. Like I'm just like, no, that makes some fucking sense. I'm looking forward to Fast and Furious Nine. So that's where I'm at. Cinema, cinema wise. <laughs> hey, if it makes look, you happy, fuck. Hey, I look. I still enjoy the art house films. I watched the lighthouse. Didn't How was care that? for it. I didn't see it. Didn't, didn't care for it. It's fine. It's not bad, but it's definitely not worth all the hype. Like, about- guys, relax. Relax. It's a fucking black and white movie about an old man farting and jerking off. Relax. That's what that whole movie's about. Wanting to see mer- if you want, if you're excited about mermaid pussy, the movie's for you. Like, really, like I don't know what to tell you. It's 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 okay. It's fine. Have you seen Parasite um, yet? Parasite was good, but again, uh, I think the only reason people are like it's the best movie of the year, it deserves best movie of the year awards all around, is because there aren't really any other good movies. You know, like there isn't anything else up against it, really. Uh, Joker, maybe. I would have. I I liked Joker more than Parasite. Parasite was good, really, really good, amazing. But I connected to the Joker more. But that's because, you know, the fucking Joker is on my heart. (laughs) I mean, it it mattered. Like that. Those are all. Those are all Joker toys up there. So it's it's uh, that's personal. So yeah, Parasite's good. I didn't see the big hullabaloo. I saw Uncut Gems. It's a good movie. Oh, I enjoyed the fuck out of Uncut Gems. It's a good just, movie. The anxiety that movie gave me. I had to pause it a couple times because of that. Cause like I, I, I literally had to take a break. Like I, 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 I gotta stop and like work on some work, and then I'll get, I'll come back to it. I, I honestly have problems watching movies where the protagonist is a fucking idiot. Yeah. And Adam Sandler's character in that movie is a fucking moron. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I mean, the Bernie Bridges. You rock, Adam. (laughs) No, no. Adam's performance is great. Yeah. His character was a fucking moron. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I felt that way about the other movie those people made. Uh, Good Times? Oh, yeah. Like... I don't like Robert Pattinson. I don't like him as an actor. I, I don't know him as a person, so I can't say that I don't like him. Right, you don't like he's his performances. Made, right, yeah, I maybe he's a great dude. Fine. 
I don't, and I don't, and I'm not saying he's a bad actor either. So a lot of people give me shit because I'm not excited about this new Batman with him. Everybody's like, but he looks cool, bro. I'm like, doesn't. But look, cool like, is not the job. The job is yeah. not to look cool. Also, it to me, it doesn't look cool. To me, it looks like they're trying to make it too real. Like, why is the Batmobile a Dodge Challenger? No. Uh, but whatever. Moving aside from the aesthetics, I don't like him. Uh, I don't believe him in his roles. Like, he knows how to memorize lines, and he knows how to express with his faith and, and you know, do things. But I don't buy it. I don't buy it for one second, any of it. The only one, like, I watched uh, Happy, Good Time, whatever the fuck, and I just, he just doesn't, I don't buy that he's that guy. I don't buy that he's that scumbag. And, it, and you know, that detaches me from the enjoyment of it. You know, it's just like, all right, whatever, This it's a thing, bad shit's happening, he's a scum, okay, well, he's raping an underage girl, fantastic, like, awesome that had to be a scene in that movie i didn't didn't did nothing for the character yeah still for me personally because like, i just didn't buy any of it that didn't help it just made me more of like you're just throwing it in there for shock value you know but whatever it's a fine well-made movie i just don't see the fascination and this hype that everybody's got we're like oh you must you have to and, and then once you see that you'll understand why he's going to be a good batman i'm like no I still don't think he's going to be a good Batman. I don't like his face in the cowl. Doesn't work for me. Uh, I'm not going to buy anything he says. And if he doesn't have a silly voice, I'm going to be mad. Like, he better have a silly. <laughs> he better have a silly voice. He better come out there like I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I, I don't buy any of it. If he comes out there and just like, hey, yeah, what's up? I'm Batman. Like, hmm. <laughs> Oh. So what they need to do is they have need to have Pete Holmes dub all his lines. Yes. <laughs> if they do that, I'm in. <laughs> also, don't... And it's not just about Robert Pattinson. I don't give a flying fuck a tash of Colin Farrell as Penguin. Get out of my face. That's weird. Such weird casting. Get out of my face. Colin Farrell is a good actor for certain things. He's not Penguin. No, but I love in Bruges. I love in Bruges. Sure. Look, I like Ben Affleck. He's great in certain. He's the bomb in Phantoms, yo. I hated him as Batman as well. He's not Batman. And like, that's why it failed. I've never seen any of his performances of Batman because I refuse to support those movies. They're bad. And, I know. And you, you, regardless of my opinion, like they're bad because look at what happened. They're not making them anymore. That's for a reason. Right. If it was good, if it was good, Ben Affleck would still be Batman. Or at <laughs> least, or at least a commercial success. They weren't good or a commercial success. Right. Neither of the things happened. It was a fucking flop, full and all the way around. And this next one is not looking any better. Uh, Chris Nolan did a pulled a miracle out of his ass when he saved Batman from Schumacher. And then now it's just downhill again until someone else comes along and fixes it. And it's not this guy. Matt Reeves and Pattinson are not saving the franchise. I'm sorry. Dude, Warner Brothers is just like, why can't we get people to love our superheroes? Why? 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 Yeah. And then they make the Joker, which is I thought was great. 
and then it's a one-off. No. How about you go get me an old-ass Batman to face off against Joaquin Phoenix in a fucking battle of intellects? Just like a fucking conversation piece with some violent scenes where people get hurt and whatever. I'm, I'm into it in the same... You can make it in the same vibe. I don't know. But Todd Phillips also said he didn't want to make a superhero movie. He's just like, I'm going to make the anti-superhero movie. That's fine. Make it about the Joker. Make it about the Joker winning. Because that happens in some of the comics. It does. You know, it happens. uh, It happened with Thanos. There's a whole line of comics of Thanos called Thanos Wins. You can do it. It's just a piece of history now. It's a tale. It doesn't have a good ending, a happy ending or whatever, but you're telling a story. Fucking do it. I don't know. People people don't take risks, and then they wonder why nobody wants to pay $16 to go to the theater. Well, it's, it's a cyclical thing. It's like, you know, the business people in the business of movies don't want to take risks. That's why we're getting recycled IP all over the fucking place. There's, yeah, I mean, what was the last original fucking concept you saw in a, that came to a theater? Probably, probably. Fast something. and the Furious. They're not. Kidding. They're not original at this point. Come on. <laughs> probably, probably it's something Seth Rogen did. Like Rogen and those guys are like the only original IP that is making it to theaters for yeah. the most part. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of some of the later movies anymore. Well, I, I, I was into all of them, but. I'm not necessarily yeah. a fan either, but I'll go support them just because I believe that they're making original IP and that needs to be supported. Yeah. Uh, these A24 movies seem to be original IP uh, and they're good. Like, there's one coming out called The Green Knight. But, I'm looking forward to that. But those also aren't getting major theatrical releases, they're getting limited releases. That's true. That's true. Sonic the Hedgehog, bro. Not original IP at all. I, I know. I know. Hey, I, I, I got to say, though, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was fun. As a fan of the game, I enjoyed it. Hey, I got I to gotta ride out and, and cook dinner. Like, I'm, getting, I'm getting messages. No worries. <laughs> Eddie, um, where can the audience find you on the socials? Where can they find your podcast? Um, all right. Well, the podcast is on the Apple Music's. How about you tell them what it's called? It is called the Rock and Roll Beer Guy Podcast on Apple Music and Google Play. Uh, But the socials are RRBG Podcast. So Rock and Roll Beer Guy, just the letters. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, RRBG Podcast. But if you look me up on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you listen to your podcasts, it's Rock and Roll Beer Guy uh, Podcast. And then also... YouTube, uh, same thing, Rock and Roll Beer Guy on YouTube. I'm putting out video interviews. Uh, just put one out with Nick Shins from Job for a Cowboy. And I got Tony Hinchcliffe coming up next. Josh Barnett and I did one last night. Uh, did one today with Elon Rubin of Nine Inch Nails. So big names, big time, fun, and uh, trying to just put out content for the quarantine. Hell yeah. I wish we had remembered to keep recording this when we reconnected. <laughs> Yeah. We fucked this it's, up. Yeah. It's fine. We got audio. We got audio. We got audio. We, got, we definitely got audio. Yeah. Well, all right, brother. Thank you so much for having me on. I mean, I'll do it again anytime. Hell yeah. We'll do it again soon. Eddie. All right. Stay safe. Later, guys. Later. And you know, as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter. 
Matt F. and Slayer on Facebook, Matt Slayer on Instagram. And you can always find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers.